0: This podcast brought to you by Earthlink.
1: Hi, I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report.
0: And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal.
1: Welcome to an interview cast with Jason Schultz, staff attorney at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Jason, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, I don't think it will surprise anyone that we would like to talk (laughs) about the rootkits and uh, copy-protected CDs. Can you give us a, a quick synopsis of the EFF response? <laughs> sure.
2: Um, well, one thing to note is that this has kind of been coming for a long time. Sony, BMG, and some other companies have been experimenting now and again with copy protection on the music CDs you buy in the store, mm-hmm. but nothing like the rootkit. Um, everything before has usually been some kind of mechanism to to simply kind of encode the music in some kind of protected format and then, and then leave it alone. But this rootkit that um, Sony installs uh, when you put the CD in your Windows computer goes way beyond that um, by really installing this set of programs uh, deep within your operating system, then obscuring them so you can't even detect them when they're there. uh, And these programs uh, basically then monitor the activity on your computer, uh, you know, really uh, in a way that's unprecedented. And our response is that not only is this uh, looking more and more like it's illegal, but it's really uh, just so anti-consumer uh, that I can't even believe that Sony's executives were thinking this is a good business plan for them.
1: Yeah, I, there's been some speculation as to whether kind of the Sony execs even really knew what they were getting into, which I have to wonder about. Um, so what what on what grounds might this be illegal?
2: Well, there are a number of grounds um, that we're investigating actively, and and we might end up actually filing a suit on behalf of consumers, Um, primarily uh, looking at uh, sort of anti-hacking laws. Mm -hmm. And uh, normally a lot of people know EFF often will defend people accused of hacking. Um, But those are people mostly looking for information, sort of trying to uh, look at security flaws. Here, The anti-hacking laws actually could be used for what they're meant to be used for, which is really invasions of people's personal computers uh, and installing software that's uh, not meant to be there and no one ever consented to. Uh, So those would be the kinds of laws that we would start looking at. But there are also a lot of um, consumer protection laws around deceptive trade practices. Uh, Whenever a business sort of sells you a lemon, like as in a car or something, you Mm -hmm. have a right to kind of go after them. And and here we really feel like Sony is selling a lemon to consumers when they um, sell them the CD. There's a very obscure label uh, on the back that mentions there might be some restrictions. And then when you insert the CD, there's this lengthy license agreement with ease in it that never discloses really what's going on or the danger and risks that consumers uh, are subjected to. And those are really the lines upon which I think Sony has, has violated the law.
0: Isn't that the, uh, the key issue here, too, is that Sony has been at least at first resting on the fact that, hey, we told you there's copy protection, and people have been sort of shouting back, yeah, but you didn't tell me you were installing uh, hidden access to my Windows machine. And, it, and, and like Molly said, it almost seems as if Sony, because they contracted this out, didn't quite realize what the implications of having a rootkit in there were.
2: Sure. I mean, most most of the DRM out there is pretty much snake oil anyway. Uh, and so these media companies buy it up because they don't know what else to do and because they're paranoid about illegal uh, copying. And I think here that Sony might have been sold a bill of goods where they didn't realize how much trouble they were going to get in. They mm-hmm. just sort of green-lighted it and, and it got out of control. Um, And yeah, and I think it's coming back to bite them in the end right now.
1: So what can you tell us, I guess, just a little about that that issue in general, the the snake oil DRM, the fact that that Sony has in the past, as you pointed out, tried to put out CDs that you literally could not even go so far as to rip onto a PC. What is happening? (laughs) What is this paranoia causing for consumers?
2: Well, I mean, (laughs) the irony is is that... um, you know, and I was talking to someone who had bought the CD uh, today about this, you're almost safer downloading illegally. Right. Like, if if companies are going to put spyware and rootkits and other kinds of invasive things on your computer that you can't uninstall, that you can't even find, and you can go out and get an MP3 of the song off of a file-sharing network, uh, from a consumer safety point of view, you're almost better off uh, trying that. Um, so it's sort of ironic in a sense. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think we're hoping that the consumer protection laws will prevent Sony and other companies from doing this. Uh, people should know that, you know, when, if you want, you can actually just hold down the shift key to disable auto run when you insert the CD in your Windows machine, and that will uh, actually temporarily prevent it from installing the rootkit. The problem is every single time you want to stick the CD in, you have to remember to do it. If you miss once, then you've already been infected.
0: Or you right. turn off auto-run, which for some people, they don't want to do that. They don't want to have to change the behavior of their machine.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, and this is really what it comes down to is this is fundamentally a question of who owns the computer, Right. And who owns the media? I buy my computer. I buy my CD. I should own it. I should be able to dictate the rules. And what we're finding more and more is that companies uh, are trying to extend their reach into your home, into your computer, and dictate the rules of what you can do on things that you purchased.
0: Now, if someone tries to uninstall the rootkit, there has been some talk that perhaps they could be violating the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Is that possible?
2: Um. It is, uh, depending on uh, how they go about uninstalling it. I actually think, though, a judge is unlikely to rule against a consumer who wants to take something off their computer. But technically, the rootkit is a way to limit copying, and uh, the DMCA is a law that's meant to uh, keep people from removing copy protection software. So there's a case to be made against consumers who try and remove it. I just don't think there's a judge in this country who's going to rule against someone who just wants to take something off their computer. Right, hopefully not. Yeah. 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 One interesting thing, though, to also um, take a look at is the the actual end-user license agreement, the thing that we talked about earlier where Sony says everyone consents to this. Inside there, there are also a number of other draconian provisions, uh, more than just the fact that you can't take this thing off your computer. If you... uh, It says in the license agreement that if you uh, refuse to accept updates to the rootkit, you then lose rights to your music. (gasps) It says that if you ever uh, lose physical possession of the CD, you lose rights to your music. And, this is my favorite part, if you file for bankruptcy, you also lose rights to your music automatically.
0: (laughs) What? What What is the idea with that? (gasps) That they could somehow come back and charge you later, and so if you file for bankruptcy, you... I mean, how does that...
2: Uh, who knows? I mean, some What's some nefarious some nefarious legal mind within Sony said, "Well, hey, if we're if we're going to screw them, we might as well go all the way." right? I guess
1: so. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> so, and that it, it's great that you raised that point because that is one thing that we keep coming back to that that yes, this is an appalling action in terms of just you know behavior between a company and its consumers. But on top of that, the DRM, just the sheer attempt to control what you do with your music, is really it seems beyond the pale, even in our kind of DRM-crazy technical universe.
2: Well, and this is the thing, is, is that it's an attack on our culture in many ways. And, and You know, music lovers have record collections, right? I mean, that's kind of, or CD collections, or, you know, playlists and things that we really cherish as, as part of sort of our way of appreciating music and media. And these kinds of tactics, the DRM, the Yolas, the, the Root Kits, All of this stuff are taking that away from us. It's no longer your collection. It's their collection, which you, you know, have the privilege of enjoying as long as uh, they give you that right. And then they can cut you off at any moment, uh, you know, remotely from their central headquarters.
1: Yeah. Well, that that says it about as well as it can be said. Um, Jason, thank you again for being with us. We will obviously be keeping close tabs on uh, pending lawsuits and things of that nature. Thanks for having me. Thanks.
2: Take care.
0: You can respond to our podcast by calling 1-800-616-CNET or emailing us buzz at cnet.com.
1: Right. I knew that. Bye.